Joining us now, he is the head golf professional up at Latrobe Country Club. He's worked for Arnold Palmer since 2002. Matthew Pellis joins us. Matthew, welcome to the golf shop. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, working for Arnie since 2002 had to be one of the greatest things ever. Yes, I, I am very fortunate. Um, just, uh, you know, a local kid who, who grew up, went to Latrobe High School right across the street. And, wow. Um, Played on the Latrobe High School golf team, which got to play here at Latrobe Country Club, and uh, happened to be in the right place at the right time when a job opportunity came about, and uh, got to spend, you know, 14 years uh, being around Mr. Palmer, uh, which is which was quite an experience. Um, yeah, I mean- truly blessed to have had that opportunity. Yeah, just you know. So, what, what's your favorite Arnie story uh, that that you have? Just in in the time that you got to spend with him. Uh, you know, um, I don't know that there's necessarily a favorite story. Um, so much so as just uh, getting to be around him. Um, the the man was he truly had a gift. Um, he was. He's a legend. He was a living legend, and the the uh, the way he treated people was the thing that I take I take away the most from my time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you get to see all these shows on TV, these Arnie and me, and they've been running it all week because the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and you get to hear all these people talk about their interactions with him, and anybody who ever came across him always had some kind of an Arnold Palmer story. Um, and to see it on this side of the of the uh, transaction, so to speak, um, was just really cool. He had such a way with people, and even us who who worked for him and were, um, you know, privileged enough to be sort of in his inner, inner circle, treated us like family. Um, you know, he wasn't um, wasn't just your employer, but he was sort of, you know kind of like my grandfather mm. um you know he was he always take the time out of the day whenever he'd see you to say hello ask you about your family your kids um you know he was just a genuine genuine person and uh and it was just very cool to be around matthew did you ever see arnold get really mad because <laughs> the, the times i've run across him and it was a few it never seemed like a whole lot bothered him. It didn't, no. Um, I think I can recall maybe one time where I saw him get slightly angered. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it was, yeah, he kept his cool about him. And he always managed to, you know, even when something wasn't going quite right, he'd always managed to, to turn the situation into something where you'd walk away and he'd be smiling and giving you that thumbs up or a mm-hmm. wink. And, uh, and you know, it was, it was, he always, he always made you feel good regardless of what the circumstances were. One of the things I love that he tells tour players or told tour players is, is to make your autograph legible. So people know who the heck it is that signed their hat or their, you know, flag or whatever. And, and, you know, the, the, he would he would sign autographs for hours, and the only guy I see doing something similar to that is Mickelson, and that 
Uh, I just think those those guys need to follow that lead, especially because it's the fans that 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 really uh, make this game what it is professionally. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, from from my perspective, um, you know, you look at Phil yesterday. What did he shoot seventy eight? Yeah, yeah. And then they're showing him on TV, and he's he's taking selfies with fans and signing autographs with a smile on his face. Didn't matter what he shot. Uh, he still took the time, and um, you know, there's a guy who who really gets it and is a class act. Um, you know, Mr. Palmer was. I know that he's famous for telling people that, and I mean, he lived it every day as working here in the in the golf shop. Um, you know, we're just a short cart ride away from his office, and our members would come in here on a daily basis and ask for us to go get something autographed for them and you know that was standard protocol back then and you know you'd drive over there and he'd be sitting at his desk with his uh with his secretaries over there gina and debbie and they'd have a an assembly line and he'd just sign for hours every day yeah, and was, never got tired of it i was gonna say was that the hardest thing was was getting mr palmer to go home <laughs> You know, he, it sounds like he always wanted to kick around. He always wanted to be doing something. He always wanted to be out, you know, checking checking out on the golf course and checking on people. Was that the hard? Just go home, Mr. Palmer. It's time to go home. <laughs> well, we had some tricks. Uh, you know, he he had a knack for showing up about five or ten minutes right before we were having out and go out. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy loved being Arnold Palmer and. Uh, you know, he loved interacting with people and, and everything that came with it. And he just had this knack that he would, you know, we'd have a we'd have a corporate outing or some kind of shotgun going out, and he'd pull up in his golf cart about five, ten minutes before and mm. kind of hijack the outing, and everybody would go over and, and uh, start wanting autographs and pictures, and he would sit there and sign, and he loved it. And, uh, you know, and it was you have the the event organizers would look at us like, ah, come on, we got to go, we got to keep on schedule. So we kind of we had our ways to go over and and sort of break it up without letting anybody know. <laughs> yeah, it was always, hey, Mr. Palmer, your uh, your guests are waiting for you inside in the grover. <laughs> Great. You know, and the other thing, too, is to the very end, the man could hit any golf shot that he wanted to. It, you know, it didn't go as far as it used to go, but he could still he could still get it around a golf course, couldn't he? Oh, he absolutely could. I was I was very fortunate to have uh, had a number of opportunities to play golf with him and uh, and caddy for him over the years um, with local things here at the club. You know, he was he was always big with Mastercard, and they'd have these big uh, uh, these big events for uh, you know some big wigs would come in and they'd get to play with Mr. Palmer, and sometimes there'd be other other big name players who would come in and play with them. And I'd always get to get on his bag when that would happen. And, you know, regardless of how old he was or what, what shape his, uh, his game was in at the time, uh, there was at least one shot during the round that just kind of left you in awe, like, Holy cow. I can't believe that he can still do that. And, uh, it was always very cool. Very cool. Um, the, the, you know, I still have on my phone, Matthew, um, I was actually filming the funeral on my phone off my television, and I still have that rainbow over the airport 
um, at a time when, you know, there weren't the clouds had broken, but there now all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, this rainbow appears, and it gave me chills. I mean, it, and and he was the kind of guy that you could feel coming around. You know, you couldn't see him or hear him, but you could feel something was coming near. But but that rainbow, I don't, I don't, I'm one that does not believe that was a coincidence at all. No, that was uh, that was something very special. Um, you know, very emotional time for for everybody in the golf yeah. world. Um, and you know, we were there uh, at the memorial service, and um, you know, to have his his pilot Pete, uh, yeah. you know, flew the flew his plane over one last time, and and the rainbow. I mean, it was just. Uh, and Sam, I mean, Sam was amazing in that service. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we had, uh, you know, Sam's parents, uh, Amy and Roy, are our owners. You know, they they're our bosses. They run Latrobe Country Club and Bay Hill, and they had, uh, you know, a small um, gathering over here at the club uh, later that afternoon for some friends and family who had come in and and I went up up to to Amy Saunders and just you know Sam was gone at that point he had to he had to get moving on to his next stop and uh you know I just made a comment of how proud I was of him and how well he did and the thing that blew my mind was she told me that they had been going back and forth for about a week on what he was going to say and he had been preparing some things and uh, she said that he showed up that day and told her that he threw it all away and he was just going to talk off the cuff. Amazing. Wow. And I thought he did amazing. Oh. It was just phenomenal what he what he yeah. was able to do in, yeah. under those circumstances. Yeah, well, Matthew, you know, thanks for taking some time and, and talking to us about uh, the King and Mr. Palmer. And, uh, you know, he, he's missed and he'll always be somebody that is missed in the game and being around because of the people person that he was and, and the letters that he would always send to every single tour winner, uh, no matter who it was or where they were, and and, and just all the great stuff that it encompassed, and and that's why he is the king of you know of golf, in, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, there was there was nobody nobody like him ever, and I'm not sure that anybody could ever live up to the standard that he set. Um, but he's he's been one heck of a role model for me and uh i'm sure for countless others mm. everywhere yep again we appreciate it and thanks for taking the time my man thank you guys i thanks, appreciate Matthew. the opportunity